0: talking about jack black and how he's he we both love him and we would both be devastated if something came out that he's like not oh if he wasn't, I'd, I'd be beside myself i
1: i, I would just i, I would just that. turn into a, like a misogynist i'd be like pro whatever it was he was <laughs> well you know? if jack black does it it <laughs> okay, must be fine i probably shouldn't have that on record that's not necessarily the case <laughs> <laughs> things
0: that i will not delete
2: But no, I didn't know he was on the show. And then I was like, oh, Jack Black. Jack Black. Yeah, oh, no. wow. He's on the show. Yeah. He pops in, up in a Zero. bunch of That's weird 90s stuff.
1: Like, if you've ever seen the movie Waterworld. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like one of the like henchman pilots That's of so the bad funny. guys.
0: Well, he was in Never Ending Story 2 as the bully. Really? He's like one of the Never lead Never Ending Story bullies. was done he's here. In, I don't know if the yeah. second one was. He's in the Jackal. Yeah.
2: Oh you know, yeah, he's he great. Gets his, gets his arm jackal. blown off in the jackal. Wow.
0: Yeah, he puts he makes uh, a giant like robot like gun. He makes like, a gun mount for uh, Bruce Willis. And, and he character. like Bruce Willis makes him like hold
2: up a, a cigarette box to test the aiming, and the robot misses and just blows his arm off. He's like, <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that movie. I feel
1: the like jackal. I've only seen that one it scene. was
0: on my top picks at the <laughs> when we worked at Rogers together. It's such a good movie. Huh. It's Gene, uh, not Gene. Um, what's the? I've never seen it. I've just seen that one scene. Bruce Willis is the villain. Yeah, he plays the jackal, and the um, what's the guy that's in like Runaway Brides and um, um the movie where he closes the box on Julia Roberts's hand? Oh, Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Oh yeah, plays yeah, yeah. a horrible Irish accent guy. Oh, like no. he can't do an Irish accent, but he's Irish in this movie. So that's the one caveat. Um, but yeah. Anyways, this is not. This is not. Neither of those two have been in the X Files.
1: This has been Richard chat. <laughs> hey, hey, Gear chat. Hey, Gears on gearheads. Hey, hey, gearheads, <laughs> hey, gear
0: welcome. Um, Octavia Spencer and Lance Henriksen were both in Millennium. That yes. episode of Millennium, which was the first kiss, the first kiss for Mulder and Scully happened because uh, it was a New Year's yeah. episode, and they kissed at New Year's. And there was this moment.
1: Well, and Lance Henriksen would then go on to be in a show called Millennium. No, it was. Oh, that was the so wrap up. They use the they the use that
0: episode yes. to wrap up the show that That's got right. canceled. That's right, because uh, it, it it happened. But in it the was same
1: world. It, yeah, it was in the same world, and yeah. that was also filmed in Vancouver.
0: Yeah, yeah, Uh Lily Tomlin and Ed Asner. That's such a good episode. I love that. It's the one, arguably the one Christmas episode that Exiles did. We
1: watched that this Christmas. So yeah, I watched it every Christmas. Rather than Christmas movies, yeah, we've started to do Christmas episodes of shows. Amazing. Um, and Disney Plus is actually really good for that because they have like a whole. Disney, your know, uh, oh, Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. episode playlist kind of thing, but that one we happen to be in and around the season, but not quite at that season of Exiles yep. yet. But we just, I was just like, oh, this episode, and it's so good because it's it's just it's a
0: great it's a bottle episode, it's a
1: bottle episode. What episode is this? You it's might called not have the ghost there the ghosts
0: who call uh, the ghost who stole Christmas the ghosts huh, who stole Christmas.
1: Mulder Mulder takes Scully to a haunted house, like a legit. Rumored to be haunted house.
2: Oh, and it has like the woman with the hole blown yeah. in her. Yeah, oh, and yeah. he has a hole blown through his and head. They, and the two ghosts try to get them to kill each other. So, me and Marley, uh, I was very staunch. Marley that it and was, me. Are oh, you right in this? Marley and me, of course. <laughs> no, was uh, I was very staunch that it was like kind of a Halloween episode because it's like spooky and like. Yeah, and, yeah. But, and Marley was like, we got in, like a little spat about it. We were, like, no, it's a Halloween episode. I'm, like, no, it's not a Halloween episode.
0: <laughs> well, it's. it's an X-Files version of a Christmas episode. Yes. Because it's about like, no, or, companionship. Sorry, maybe that's what I was saying. There was a Christmas episode. I oh, forget, it is. I it is, what, we, it? what we were like, what, what the <laughs> argument was about. But <laughs> I, I forget it. the
1: stance I had on it, but I was very adamant about but it. But I it just... That time. episode was
0: great. And I stand I, by I, whatever I, I stood I, by back then.
2: I did really love that episode. And it also was like very much non... Like a very strange episode when you compare it to the rest of the show. Totally. It's, it's, a, it's a very weird.
1: different, you know... And like the idea that they could turn on each other and then... I don't want to ruin the episode. I know we've done lots of spoilers, yeah, but like, yeah. it's just it's on its own worth a watch because I think it's one of the better yeah. character episodes between the. Like, I think
0: I think it's episodes. one of those episodes that if you if you if
1: you've watched a bunch of it already, I think it probably plays. Better I don't. For- yeah, I don't
0: think you need to watch. I mean, I haven't watched it for a little bit, but I think if somebody that just knows the premise of who Mulder and Scully, Mulder and Scully, yeah, are, um, you could watch that episode and not have watched the other ones, and it's still a fun. Uh, episode uh we got brian cranston uh very famously from uh breaking bad and actually the director of that episode was what's his name vince gilligan, vince gilligan. yeah and that was like how he got to know brian cranston outside of being because up to that actor. point he
1: was the dad from malcolm in the middle totally. and the oh, dentist was, from seinfeld was yeah. he
0: in the malcolm dentist middle at that
2: time yeah uh, y- no, either no. at that time or it, it had just started like did it, when did it start? Didn't it start in like two thousand, late nineties,
0: early two thousands? I think it started in like two thousand oh, or right. like ninety nine. Okay, so that would have been season because this Drive is season seven, so he would have been in I it think. for
2: a couple years. Malcolm Miller ran for like four seasons or something. Or Sorry, or Drive a,
0: is season six. So Drive That would have been six. 99, 93 Yes, to ninety nine. Yeah. So, so have, I think it just. I think it had just started. But around that, yeah.
1: But he had been, yeah, like the yeah the dentist on on Seinfeld. He was a comedic. And, like, he, was he was a known comedic, comedic actor, not really like. Known for and like his performance in that episode is amazing, so good. And Vince Gilligan was like, "I need to base a show around this man." Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, also Aaron Paul is in X Files. Yeah. De- and
0: Dean Norris, right? Hank uh, is in yeah. X Files. He's so. in F Emasculata, the pus,
2: explodey oh, yeah. one. Oh yeah, man! So it's a like a a lot of the main cast there are a lot is in X Files.
1: Well, and Vince Gilligan, you know, ended up being a main producer and writer on the show yeah. For Xbox, and yeah. then he created the spin-off Lone Gunman series. Yeah, short-lived. Um which yeah, only lasted like an episode like or a oh, yeah, the yeah,
0: yeah, season. season. Like, yeah, there was well, cuz wasn't the first yeah. one of the episodes came out just before 9/11, but it was about somebody hijacking a plane to fly into the World Trade. Wow. Sorry. Wow, poor timing, huh? Really poor timing. I,
1: everyone there was a there was an attempted bombing by Osama bin Laden of with like a car bombing the in the before? garage. Mid nineties. Oh, okay. But like it was a target yeah.
0: that was known
1: as like, yeah. oh, like this is a thing people are gonna try to you know, so but it's still a, yeah, a, a anyway, weirdly prescient.
0: That's beside the point. But uh we already mentioned Seth Green from the episode was Deep Throat. Uh, Lori Holden, famously oh, from yeah. uh, Walking Dead. Walking
1: Dead, yeah, she pops up a lot. She's sort of a Marita
2: Culverubius. right?
1: Like a
0: recurring, yeah, f- our government character. Oh yeah, she's like she's, she's like the deep Mulders,
2: throat. like inside, inside
1: yeah. to the yeah, she's related to she's that sort of
0: counter old throat, white Mr. guys, Mister X, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Felicity Huffman, um, from Ice, the episode Ice, oh, uh, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. One, also, great episode, great episode. That was the f- that's one of my top
1: that was ones. the first really solid um standalone monster of the week, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because that's season one that's like season one. It's like episode, one? episode five or six. Yeah, it's it's really um
1: but that was the one I mean it is very much like the it's just, thing. It's just the thing. But it's a good they version. They even have a dog. They even have a dog.
0: It like, was thing. a it was a very much it was oh I like lodge. that they made it enough that they're like, okay, this is they know right, that they're it's, doing it's it, on the nose. That it's the thing, which yeah. is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, so I'd see it. What? I the original know. one? It's, oh, it's a great movie. Practical effects at its finest. Yeah. So good. Yeah, Stan um, Winston, Creature Shop. Wow. Uh, Lucy Liu, BD Wong, and James Hong in Hell Money. I actually did not know that Lucy Liu was in it. I was not Yeah, she the plays show. the sick right. daughter. Uh, BD Wong, I mean, he was the. BD Wong's in everything. He's in a lot of stuff. James Hong is in a lot James of stuff. James Hong's as awesome. Well. Uh, Donald Logue. Yes. In Squeeze. He plays the FBI agent trying to get tombs.
1: Right, yeah, 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 yeah. because okay, he has like a his he lunch with, with Scully. He's friends with, and Scully. he's all like, you know, like don't let Spooky Mulder, you he's know, drag jerk. you down, kind of thing.
0: Um, uh, Jane Lynch and Aaron Paul are in the episode "Lord of the Flies." Yeah, yeah. Jane yeah. Lynch Jane plays Lynch, the yeah. mom of the the kid with the bug ability. Back to
1: Donald Logue for two seconds. Sure, yeah. Um, was in a weird little indie movie called "The Tao of Steve." which i always think is hilarious because i think of you as very taoist and one of, of my
0: favorite books is the tao of poo yeah um, Winnie the Pooh, like, um yeah.
1: but yeah he, he just plays this kind of like whatever kind of yeah, slacker yeah. kind of guy anyways just, that's funny it sticks in my head because that's the only thing i can think of where he's like the lead um but he was also um he was he's on in gotham, gotham as, uh, as uh, a, the partner Bullock. of of
0: yeah of, Bullock, yeah of um Dean Norris, uh, as we mentioned. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub, as we mentioned in Soft Light. Danny. Tre- uh, so there were people that were before they were famous, but then there's also, like, in the later seasons, you get people like Danny Trejo uh, in at, in Red Rum. Uh, Brad Dourif in Beyond the Sea. Beyond the Sea. So good. That's such is, a good episode. Have I seen that one? Yeah. First, first, first season? season? For second season? He's For the serial
1: season. killer, and it's right when Scully's dad dies.
0: Mm, yes, okay. And he's
1: playing this mental game he's on death row and he's about to be executed and he's playing this mental game with and there's a lot of silence of the lambs
0: in this one very much so uh, very where much. he's
1: the like behind bars a little too smart psychopath that's screwing with the young redhead. well FBI either screwing agent.
0: with or and they never really so he's able to like um channel ghosts and uh yeah it's it's, it's so I, 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 remember, so brad is I remember the episode if
1: i remember correctly i think Mulder's is a bit of a skeptic in that one yeah, right? it's, yeah. And it's so like, there's this interesting thing twist.
0: where he takes a rips a piece of his like yankees jersey and he's like he gives it to him he's like okay what does what does this piece of evidence tell you and brad durf goes into this and in, this trance and does a thing and he grabs it back he's like this is just a piece of my jersey you're and basically saying like you're a liar. And it's funny because he brings that piece of jersey back in the episode where the with this actual psychic guy, what's his name? What's that oh, episode? like the like the little kid? No, like the amazing episode by uh Darren Morgan.
1: Uh uh Clyde Brockman. Clyde,
0: Clyde Brockman's uh, final yes. repose. He gives him that same thing of it's funny. But uh yeah, so Brad Dourif, Luke Wilson, as we mentioned before from Bad Blood. Right. Jewel State. Well from, and,
1: and the kid from uh,
0: oh, for the Sandlot.
1: From the Sandlot is. is he's the, the vampire. One of the vampires kid, yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Oh, you're right,
0: it is. Um, Jewel State, yeah. as we said before, for the episode called Oubliette. Bradley right. Whitford, yep. who is in Firewalker. Uh, that's right.
1: That's a season one or two episode, right? Yeah,
0: that's season two or two. two, I, two I think, or three yeah. maybe. But uh, he's such a great comedic actor. He plays. Have you seen uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No. Oh, he well, plays, I know of or, it, though. I mean, plays, The West Wing. Oh yeah, no, right. I've, I've never so seen
1: so The West wing. wing is amazing.
0: Um, there is Kathy Griffin in Fight Club. Um, Lucy Lawless comes in uh, as like a super soldier.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, and and um, oh, why can't I think of his name? Adam Baldwin.
0: That's right. Um, another is, firefighter. Is part of that
1: later season arc. Um, he's a is he an FBI agent?
0: Uh, I don't know. Is I think they're super soldier? soldiers. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what he is. There's a
1: season seven, eight, nine. there's a new kind of myth arc around the sort of super soldier program yeah. that might be like alien DNA. I actually don't oh, really remember right. all of it. And it plays in with some of the new agents, but a little bit of
0: There's was, also another Firefly person I was just thinking. I can't remember the actor's name, but in the episode Fire, which is season 1, there's the guy that can control yes. fire. Yeah, he's he got the British Badger. accent. Yeah, he plays yeah, Badger. He plays Badger. Yeah,
1: uh, and I think he's just a Vancouver Based
0: actor no no he's fully he's irish he's like oh like based maybe oh, but yeah, he has an accent oh, okay, yeah. okay
1: um there's another guy i can't remember his name he shows up on a bunch of vancouver-based shows um he there's an episode where he's a quadru- quadruple oh, yeah. amputee yeah but he can project but he can project his mind and he's maybe like a vietnam or like some sort of yeah, gulf war, war or something yep. vet that's projecting his mind and doing a whole bunch of terrible Killing things. People. But he used to, I used to work in a video store. Steve also worked in the video store. He would come in, mm. and I remember, I was like, you have all of your limbs. And he was like, what? And I'm like, you were in that <laughs> X-Files X- episode. I just thought you were. limbless. He's like, because like, it's just really good uh, effects, yeah. you know, for especially mid-90s. Like, yeah. you know, it's not heavy CG, but like you just can't tell that. I mean, I guess, you know, you think back like to um, uh, Forrest Gump. You know, yep. taking off, um, Gary Sinise's yeah, legs, Lieutenant you. Dan, right? You know, so like that technology, I guess, existed, and there's only a couple. Like they shoot around it, right? But like, yeah, there's definitely like a shot where it's like, you know, his arm, Is you gone. know, stump, and and you know, well, he's uh, lying on the bed. And he's lying like, no. on the bed. So just good, <clears throat> good, you know, using what they had at the time and not trying to go too far with, you know, it, it would have been cheesy with CGs.
0: Yeah. Uh, we've got Burt Reynolds uh in improbable i don't actually remember this episode episode. you know this is again like he's it's in la like they're these are not people that weren't famous yet these are obviously famous people um tim armstrong from rancid the singer of rancid oh is he in he's in or one of the singers of rancid he is in that home again he's the guy that make you know the band-aid nose guy it's basically this it's episode or season 10 or 11 um it's called Home Again. There's this like golem type character that comes out of a garbage truck and like rips a guy's arms off and he 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 stinks and that's like the giveaway that he's near is you can smell him and he wears a band-aid on his nose. But uh Tim Armstrong he he made this clay sculpture that comes to life. It's crazy. <laughs> um Reese Darby and Camilla N- Nanjiani, yes uh, were in the Wear Monster episode. With, and actually with Ryan? Uh, yeah, so the, there's an actor, a local actor that we know named Ryan Beale. He uh, was in the suit. He was, whenever it was like full suit lizard, it was him. Um, and actually, for any Drag Race fans out there, uh, the drag queen Shangela, um, who's pretty f- famous, uh, she was in that as well. Uh, Haley Joel Osmond was in the episode Kitten. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's a flashback episode, or it starts as a flashback to... Vietnam War with um, Skinner in the oh, in okay. it, it's like his history and it's it's anyways pretty cool episode and then there's one episode it's called Hollywood AD yeah and where it's like the X Files gets picked up basically or like it's this Gary guy Sha- does a Gary Chandling yeah so it's a movie about the X Files that's how it starts. And they're watching the movie in the theater. It's hilarious, but Weird. it's Gary Shandling. It's, a good, is, it's
1: one of the good later episodes. I guess, like it's a to tongue in 11. cheek,
0: like, super, like, making fun of tropes and stuff, but that's really funny. But Gary Shandling is Mulder. And
1: Gary Shandling and David Duchovny, I think, were really good buddies. And I think that's part of yeah, why. Could yeah, They could kind be, of, Well,
0: speaking of good buddies, his wife, Tay Leone, played Scully in the movie version. Right, that's right. Um, Minnie Driver was in that. Uh, okay. David Allen Greer from. Um, in living in, in 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 color, color and, yeah, and other things, yeah. So that's, uh, I, I oh, Kathy Griffin,
1: not an episode that I like, but
0: yeah, that's the Fight Club episode where there's two of her, yeah, and they, yeah, yeah, but yeah,
1: that's a season six or seven, that's an LA, yeah, an LA one. Picture.
0: Uh, but beyond notable faces, they're also, it's interesting because you don't see this a lot on shows anymore, but reused faces. So Nicholas Lee, who is notoriously Alex Krycek. Before that, he was on an episode right. w- j- called "Gender Bender," where he is a victim of a a, a creature that can A creature an Absorbs alien obs- some some sort of leaf, that. Well, they can change sex, and right. they absorb your soul. And right. he was like hypnotized, and then they they bring him back a few seasons later. As Alex Krychek. is yeah. pretty funny. Huh.
1: Uh, the guy who <clears throat> plays, and I don't want to say too much about his character, but there's a guy that comes in in season five, I think as another FBI agent who, spender spender yeah yeah well, and he, he, chris he, owens yeah and he name. plays um a few things
0: so he plays young cigarette smoking man that's it um he plays a nazi in triangle the episode triangle oh really yep. that's funny um and he's also one of the best episodes the postmodern prometheus
2: oh, he plays the, the great
0: mutato the... that's right you can't tell because he's got like the two faced prosthetic on, but he it's also uh, Chris Owen. I always thought
2: it was very funny how he plays young Secret smoking Man and also well, Secret and his son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, come on, people know. People know. All right. Again, All right. spoilers are out the window. Hey, hey as long, it, your only version you're spoiling is me because everything past season. Well, seven, I wasn't I sure that when that, that. Oh yeah, I, I knew. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That's okay.
0: that's season six. Oh okay. Good. Probably is when that happened. All right. so. I uh, didn't.
1: I didn't want to spoil yeah, it
2: for yeah, you. Yeah. did yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Terry O'Quinn um oh, so famously okay. from um Lost uh he was both in the episode Aubrey uh which is the the woman detective that like absorbs the soul of her grandfather who was a murderer it's weird um <laughs> but he's also Just saying it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Are you describing an X-Files episode? Sure sounds like it. Um but he was also in uh Fight the Future the X-Files movie and uh an episode called Trust No One different characters each time uh alex Kaikun, i think it's spelled or pronounced k-i-a-k-u-n so he is in he first shows up in humbug um the sideshow episode as the shop owner where you only see him in like the mirrors an amazing shot very apparently very difficult to shoot uh like half his he's got like uh half his face is like elephantitis or something yeah I i don't know exactly what it was so he's in that movie, uh, show. He's in Clyde Bruckman as one of the uh, the seers that gets killed. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in Jose Chung. He's in the Wear Monster as the he's in the Wear Monster as the. I literally watched this like a week ago. Um, he's the motel owner that's like spying on people through the walls, uh, and he's back again in Lost Art of Forehead Sweat. That's at least five Darren
1: Morgan scripts. Well, yeah,
0: because we got. I think all five of these Humbug, Clyde Brockman, Jose Chung, Ware Monster, and Lost Art of Forehead Sweat. Those I, are all.
1: I think there's only one other
0: Darren Morgan. Uh, yeah, he did Copper Phages. Cor- yeah, War of the Copper Phages, which, is, great. which uh, is also a great amazing. episode. Yeah, yeah, so that's interesting. He likes that actor, I guess. Darren
1: Morgan is is the brother of Glenn Morgan. Glenn Morgan and James Wong were yep. two of the main kind of showrunners. Yeah, I've never seen their Darren names Darren Morgan. Also a screenwriter, he also is in the costume in the episode "Host," with the he plays the liver fluke, which he famously hated because he actually had to be one like of and one of your it.
0: favorite episodes on your list, uh, "Small Potatoes." Oh yeah, he's the he doctor, plays right? the guy that changes shape. He's uh, the guy that almost kisses really yeah. uh, Scully, but
1: he is—he's my favorite writer. Like pound for pound, he rates the best. I mean, he X wrote Files the two
2: two best episodes, probably right. But yeah. I will say
1: that those episodes aren't as good if the whole show is just that. They they play off of the tropes set up by the rest of the show. Totally, and oh, so he's a... able to swoop in and subvert those. tropes. He's, that's exactly and it. Yeah. He's yeah. a
0: subversive. Uh, writer, for, like, Wait, and
1: it's series. hilarious that he's the brother of one of the main show writers yeah. as well, right? just, yeah. just kind of be the, like the like pesky little brother is like, I'm doing it the other way, and then comes in and writes
0: the two like <laughs> best two of the episodes best the
2: episode show, episode in the whole series, but
1: yeah, so anyways. we've
0: got uh Karen Conoval, who you would arguably not recognize her as the mom in home. Oh, yes, under the bed, who
1: looks nothing like that, really. no.
0: Well, you so she's back again in Clyde Bruckman, actually, no, Clyde Bruckman was first. Uh, but she's the first soothsayer I think that oh, she's one of the soothsayers that uh, or fortune tellers that gets killed um, but mm. she is you actually see her in her true form uh, with all of the makeup and stuff in plus one It's one of the it's in the last season there's the two twins, the guy and the girl that play, that are playing hangman with each other psychically and are killing people by right. doing it. She plays both twins uh. so she, when she's playing the female twin it's, it looks like her. When she's playing the male twin, It's you can tell that they are they look the same, but I, at first I didn't realize it was a woman because they do like a little mustache and she does a little voice. <laughs> and she's also got like this interesting look to her that's like fairly ambiguous. Um, but yeah, three oh, great episodes. That's really
1: cool. Uh, on Clyde Bruckman, the guy who plays the TV psychic, was it like Yanni or something? Yeah, he's the stand in for David de stand in? So yeah. they're the same height and build. And so he was just a guy that would, and like that's you know something that back in the day at least you could make enough money to get by, and you know you were sort of in the biz. But yeah, you just he was the guy who would stand there while they would do all the lighting while Duchovny was in makeup or whatever, and then yeah, you know Duchovny would come in. Well, and the, his like,
0: accent—that's his accent. That's just he's yeah, like just a super quirky like. dude. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, and I
1: think Duchovny was just sort of like, oh, we gotta put you in an episode. So yeah, he becomes the, amazing. the the amazing Yanni or something like that, right?
0: And then we have uh. Two actors, one and more well known than the other, uh, Tyler Labine, Yep. Um, who was on Breaker High. <laughs> Breaker High? <laughs> which you probably don't know. So cool. Wasn't it's, there
1: also a show called Edgemont or something? I
0: don't know about that there one. Was a, I, it, it was a, it like was a, a comedy teen show, tween show about a high school on a, on on a, cruise, a ship. cruise ship. <laughs> uh, yeah. Very funny. Yeah, yeah. But he was also more famously recently in. Oh, what's the one with uh, Wash from Firefly? There's him. It's like a, a spin on the murder. Tucker yeah.
1: must die. No.
0: Dwayne and Tucker. No,
1: Dwayne. Uh, yeah. Oh.
0: yeah. Anyways, that I'm, movie. I'm confusing two movies. Titles. Oh, the, the horror movie? It's the horror movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tucker
1: and Dale save the world or fight evil. Fight D- evil. D- D- Tucker D- and Dale. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the episode. <sighs> Tucker and Dale. We have computers. Something, look, I know. I know. Look it up. Tucker
0: and Dale do something. Okay. That movie's great. That is movie no, is really good.
1: Yeah, uh, Fun,
2: subversive uh, horror. Someone, someone fight evil.
0: Tucker, Tucker I'm going to search Dale. Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale versus evil. Wow, we, we evil. couldn't get there. <laughs> right, um, right. So it's him and uh, Nicole Parker. They play the same characters in um, War of the Coprophages. Quagmire, that's the one with the Loch Ness monster kind of one, right. where the dog dies. No, the dog just randomly gets murked. Yeah. And uh, and the wear monster and what they do they're always like druggies. So in the wear monster, the episode starts with them huffing gas. I'm covering my mouth here because they're like huffing the gas, and they're around their mouth and nose is all gold paint. Oh. <laughs> uh, but they always play these two like, whoa, I totally man, look at the moon, that kind of character. It's really uh, And then there's a bunch more. There's actually on IMDb, there's a an article where it talks about it's called the X-Files universe's doppelgangers. I'll put a link in the excuse me, in the show notes. Um yeah, so lots of reused characters, which is not really done anymore. Actually, people they try to like not do that. Right. Because it you know, cont- continuity. Yeah, continuity. There's goes.
1: only so many uh, people in the Vancouver acting pool that you you know, otherwise you have to like right. fly people up from, you know, and you know, some yeah. of the some of the people um you know, the Jack Blacks and, you know, those kind of, you know, they're going to fly them up from L.A. But, yeah, some of the bit players are just working class Vancouver actors, right?
2: Yeah, when I was looking through the Wikipedia page of, like, every actor who's been in an episode, it was, like, 80% of it's just local Vancouver actors. <laughs> Vancouver
1: also has a big uh, voiceover acting community. Oh, and yeah, there are a huge. handful of people, because I worked on a few projects involved with, you know, and yeah. every single one of them had been on an X-Files episode oh, as, funny. like, a cop or you know or lawyer too or something like that like they all you know roles that have lines but are you know just kind of like a day's worth of work um yeah that again working class actor kind of things yeah for sure but they they're also like the voices of like half the video games and cartoons you've ever like seen or played
0: yeah Um, it's a it's a tough i mean it's not the voiceover episode but it's tough industry because so many now they're using famous people to play the big characters, um, whether or not they're good voice actors. That's beside the point now. Um, now we've discussed, uh, faces that many of us have seen, but what about the things that may be out there that we have not seen? Well, that was a weird way to say that. Um, (laughs) do you want (laughs) to take that again? Nope. Nope. Uh, cryptids and curios. So this section, I would just want to talk about some of the real life basis of the episodes. So, Mm -hmm. um, for example, there's the episode Irresistible and Horizon. Irresistible is the one with Donnie Faster. He is the guy that works at the funeral home. And he like cuts the hair, takes yeah. the nails. So that is loosely based off of Jeffrey Dahmer, which we're not <laughs> going to go into here. Everybody's somewhat familiar with that case. But uh, uh, the horrible, no, another notorious horrible episode. I don't know if you've seen this one. Space.
1: Yeah, that's not a great episode. It's a horrible... I assume I haven't seen it. Season, if it's season bad, one early. Didn't. It's
0: like Chris Carter hates this episode. It's
1: literally like ghost aliens uh, in yeah. invading like the space shuttle or something. Yeah. Uh, that's,
0: but that's it's based on the stupid. fact that Mars actually does have like a face sort on the surface of, of it. It's, yeah, in arguably.
1: certain light it looks it yeah. casts shadows that makes people think it looks like a fa- the, the, the face of Mars. Yeah. Right? yeah like yeah, it's I, a famous I, photo. I, I, okay. Yeah. But like from every other angle, it's like there's absolutely no face <laughs> here.
0: But yeah, and uh,
1: there, there's a weird effect shot of that it's sort of like so face bad. being superimposed over and, like, and actually the guy i wanted to say the guy that the director of the no the guy that plays the astronaut that's
0: yeah sorry the director of the program oh yes yeah, 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 yeah. um he's 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 moderately he's somebody that's yeah. you know that i recognize from i've him, seen from him other things too, yeah. as well right so. uh the jersey devil now that episode is. I don't is, like that episode. Either. Well, it's nothing like the Jersey Devil. It's actually more like Sasquatch. So it's it's kind of like the Sasquatch myth, but like, and it doesn't Sasquatch. even win a
1: Stanley Cup.
3: What?
0: Oh, the Jersey Devil. Well, I mean, it's good. When it you play good. the It that's all right. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like the Sasquatch. Sasquatch does New York episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, Humbug. So an amazing episode. Darren Morgan again. Uh, Mister Blockhead. The guy that puts nails in his stuff. The, he's actually his name is Jim Rose, Jim and Rose. he actually had a traveling circus. Yeah,
1: they they toured with like Lollapalooza, and they were yeah, like, the, like you know, like they, they were the, all of those guys and the Enigma, the Enigma the guy is with the part puzzle of it. Tattoo, the tattoo on his body, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like those are all. That's what they do. Like that episode is like those guys aren't a walking advertisement yeah, right?
0: yeah. for their yeah what they did. Yeah. So it, that one's not a cryptid, but more of a curio. That one's a curio. curio. Yeah. That is based on real life. Dwayne Barry that episode. Mm-hmm. Or that Those two. That's episodes? the abduction the ab- and ascension, I think. It's the yeah, one. the second one. Uh, but that full. So he has an injury, and you think he gets shot in the head or something, and that changes his personality completely, which is based off of Phineas Gage, the, the, the guy one, who got the, 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 pipe, the, the railroad. The yeah. railroad. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the base there. Um, also, just
1: a very memorable name, Phineas Gage. Phineas Gage. Of there's course. There's no he's... way you weren't from the 1800s. And the there's name no name
0: way you're Phineas not going to be a villain. Like, ugh, Phineas turns Gage. Into yeah, it turns into his backstory um his creation story deadcom or dotcom Dodd Calm. Dodd-con. Dodd-con. uh it was based loosely based on the Philadelphia experiment this idea of like being able to make ships invisible
2: is that Manhattan experiment no, no the M- Manhattan project was the atomic
1: bomb the Philadelphia experiment <coughs> uh,
2: okay I'm getting them I'm getting them confused
1: was but, yeah. uh cream cheese yeah but uh, well, that was, that was an accidental outcome yeah they were but trying they to they were make trying cream to cheese. teleport aircraft carriers and they ended up with cream cheese yeah so
0: yeah happened yeah uh, home is based on the ward brothers from outside of syracuse new york and there's a great a very tough to watch documentary called uh, my brother's keeper right um that yeah.
1: that one's weird that that's based on a real thing yeah
0: so. well there's like i mean there's tons of there
1: are literature. some there are some tales of like you know especially like um like really remote communities in like the appalachian mountains um yeah. there's a there's a whole town where like everyone's skin is lightly blue Um, and it's some genetic thing that's just been passed on, but like everyone in the town is kind of related to each other. So everyone in the town has this like skin colored,
0: uh, the Erlenmeyer flask. Um, so there was, so in February 19th, eighty four, a woman checked into a hospital and upon the smell of her blood. 23 staff were incapacitated yes, yeah I've heard so, about so, like this. a legit That's a thing. Real thing and they don't they don't really know but some are saying it was like a mass hysteria thing but others were thinking that um, she had been treating herself with degreaser <laughs> and there's something oh. about um, the chemicals in it uh, turned into dimethyl sulfate in her blood so when she was um, operated on it released this Gas. yeah and
1: it mixed with the it was when it mixed in her lungs with the oxygen but yeah. also when the blood was released into the air by operating on her that this toxic chemical got into the huh. there's a um uh there's a youtube channel um answers with joe uh joe scott and he, he has a great episode about that on on that phenomenon gloria
0: ramirez is her name uh, did she live.
1: She did not. Yeah, but I, I think the say. people. I think everybody else. I think everyone else to. eventually. But yeah, it was like people, like the whole wing of the hospital was getting sick. Yeah. From her like blood air. I
0: air. mean, I don't know how. I don't know how she died before getting there. She's treating herself with degreaser. That's...
2: Yeah, she. Uh, she was. All, it was all sealed up. She was fine. But the second she got open yeah. up, it all. She was the Erlenmeyer me. flask Oops,
0: um, shapes, which is a arguably. Uh, which questionable episode shapes? shapes is the one it's uh indigenous and werewolf that werewolf yes one. um which but it's also like a man-eating werewolf so it's the it's loosely based on the wendigo uh, right. mythology x-files did, did certainly questionable with a lot of like indigenous you know, indigenous yeah. and just
2: like because my, my my wife is indigenous and yeah. had a lot to say about like when Mulder goes to the goes to the tribe and like is in the
0: sweat lodge. Oh, that sweat lodge. Like, <laughs> I mean, not, let alone that a, a episode is not great, but yeah. also that's literal appropriation. A white man is yeah. now doing their yeah. stuff. It's, it's it's very questionable. The, yeah.
1: the, all the like the Navajo stuff. Yeah, yeah yes.
0: we, like, there's like a whole arc of Navajo stuff. It would be one right? thing like, if there was Navajo writers. I would feel like I would feel a little bit better if they were creating this story, but right. they weren't.
1: Um, <laughs> The there's an episode I can't remember the, the one they're in the woods and it's like deep woods and there are these people yeah. that have become kind of like camouflage invisible oh, yeah. kind of people and like somebody gets abducted underground. I can't remember if it's Mulder or Scully and then the other one's running around looking for them. I think
0: Uh Mulder is underground. Mulder
1: gets yeah, pulled underground or something and no the, Scully. Maybe it's, it's Scully, it's it Scully. Is. She right. drops but, her gun and Yeah, yeah and there's like a whole thing and these people are like They have like red eyes, but like they can chameleon change their skin. It's a cool episode, but I think that was one of the episodes that was the nail in the coffin for the production um, because it was raining the whole time and the whole shoot was outdoors. And I think it's just one of the ones that like Duchovny cites as being like. I remember we were filming this episode and they were just like done with being in the rain. Yeah, I think it was called. I think it was called Detour. I think that That sounds right
0: because they're (laughs) they're in the car with two other agents. On their way to some, uh, but they tried to ditch them because they like a summit or convention. Well, they're going on their way to a convention and they get they get stopped because the roads closed because there was a murder. And then they (laughs) Mulder's like, "I'm out of here. I'm going to figure this out because I can't be." Oh yeah, and the other two
1: agents are like, "That's not our job." And they're like, "No, that's totally what we do."
0: Um, the episode seven three one, um, that's the one with the train and the Japanese doctors. So that's the seven three one was a Japanese Japanese unit
1: unit that. That did all the terrible experiments,
0: terrible human testing in World uh, War II, yes. um, like on par or worse
1: with like Holocaust. Yeah, well, and I think
0: one of the reasons why people don't think it's talked about as much is because U.S. and Japan had a treaty where they were like, you know, we're we're gonna live here in Japan for a while, and they kind of put a lot of things under the table, including this 731. It's you can read about it, but it's very horrific, and why a lot of Countries around Japan don't like the Japanese very much.
1: It's got that iconic shot of X, Mr. X, Mr. X with like Duchovny over his shoulder, like running from the train that's like exploding in the background or something like that, right? Like, um, because he has to like yes. rescue, yes, him yes, 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 and, yes. And Mulder's knocked out and he's like running out of the train. And the, the <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah.
2: there, There's a point unrelated. There's a point in this in the series where it. Mulder just keeps getting beat up. Every yep. episode he's just
0: like down But and see, out. I was down with that because I was so done with Scully always getting kidnapped, always being. Right. Right. Yeah. So it I was like it was it's like, There thing. was
2: a part where he just like every episode like that episode where he like gets stung by
0: bees.
2: Oh yeah. Like, it's just like he's just everything sucks for Mulder for like <laughs> a season and a half. It just every episode is massive injuries
0: or something like that. Uh El Mundo Gira. another questionable episode, but that's based on it's weird version of the Chupacabra, el chupacabre, <laughs> uh, where the people turn into the Chupacabra. Um, triangle, which is one of your favorites. I love that. It awesome is show. a great one. Um, but the ship, the Queen Anne, did actually disappear in the Bermuda Triangle, and it was thought to have been sucked by a German u boat.
1: Oh, that's that's the one where it's all one take. Go back take. in the back yeah,
0: in time. Time. It's all, all one
2: shot. All one
1: shot. It's faked all Fake, one shot. One but, shot yeah. but, uh, on X. And they, they shot it on the Queen Mary, yeah. which is docked in L.A. Yeah, um, so that yeah, that was a season six one, right? Yeah, no, that's a great episode. I love, I love yeah, that was
0: pretty cool. Yeah. Uh,
1: Nazis just make great bad guys. Well, guys. it's it's
0: they're everybody just, can agree that they're bad. It's a universal bad, guy. except for the, the Nazis. Even uh, some of the
1: Nazis were like, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but you know, no Jews. Um, <laughs> Kaddish. <laughs>
1: wait, wait, what? what? Hang on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nazis. They didn't like
1: the Jews. I, I am aware. Oh, okay. I wasn't <laughs> oh, sure. they didn't. Oh, <laughs> oh click uh,
0: for yeah. me yet. Um, Kaddish was uh, that episode with the the golem. It was like the Jewish, oh. the, the the Nazis. Clay, the there was actually well, uh, yeah. neo Nazis were killing or killed that uh, Jewish shopkeeper. Um, and the it ended up being the wife or the soon to be wife uh, brought up this jewish golem so it's the golem myth um oubliette uh which was that kidnapping one which had a lot of similarities to the real real life case of poly class uh and then there was fresh bones uh that's the one that's familiar yeah it's the one where it was so it was based on a real life outbreak of suicides on a u.s military base in haiti this was the voodoo one where there was the kid that's like if you bite us. Okay, I'm not gonna do the accent. <laughs> he likes sells. He sells. Mo- oh man, too late. I am. <laughs> this is this is the last episode of the documentary podcast. That's um, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be in hiding. Yeah, um, but like, there's there's all those Haitian uh, refugees and they're chained up. What do they sound like? Um, they sound like humans. We're all. Equal humans um, with no accents. We all talk the same. Um, It was, yeah. So, I mean, that that is actually a, another one of those problematic uh, episodes where, because it, it's diving into voodooism, which is a legitimate, uh, I don't know if it's, yeah, religion uh, or belief system. And a bunch of non-voodoo people are writing about it and, yeah.
2: So I, there's a lot of really questionable when they cover <laughs> yeah. the the like the, the amount beliefs and of, but the, and the amount
1: stuff. of ground that the show covers to have representation on the writing staff for all of that would have been impossible. It would be, it would be pretty, so it, oh pretty totally. You, it it's sort of a okay yeah like this isn't maybe your story to tell. Maybe do something a little bit different with this. But then it's also like yeah uh, you know like I'm I'm actually really curious how many of the writers. Maybe believed in ghosts or aliens or something like that. Right? Oh, I see. Yeah, um, no, no, not not for any like you know you can't write about ghosts if you don't believe in ghosts. But like, I'm just you know I'm curious where they're bringing that you know inspiration from and stuff.
0: Um, I I'm, I'm sure there's many other episodes that are based on things, but I just that was a uh, well relatively quick list of. Them. I mean,
2: there's a bit you know we talk. There's an episode with the Loch Ness monster. There's an episode with yeah.
1: Well, and. You know, tying back to our conversation earlier, I remember when this was coming out, I was also fascinated with a lot of the, like, especially cryptids and and mysterious kind of things. And there were lots of various books of, you know, like a book on, you know, cryptids or something like that. Mm -hmm. The term cryptid feels relatively new. So it would be Mm -hmm. like, you know, it would probably be called like Sasquatch, the Loch Ness Monster and other, you know, like real life monsters. Are they real? And, you know, magazines and books and stuff like that. I remember learning about these things around the same time as the X-Files was also, you know, so something like the Jersey devil was like, Oh, like I've heard of this myth or, or, you know, like a Wendigo type thing. And, you know, like for me, I was familiar with them because I was interested in them. The X-Files furthered that interest and I would read more about them. And then I would, right. know about yeah. them also new ones from the X-Files. So it was, they went hand in hand. It like with my sort of fed into itself. Curiosity around it. the subject and stuff, but like the internet wasn't quite as rich um, of a resource yet on all of these things. So you, had to go, you had
2: to go to the library and find some. some so some that, books and that was it. There, you know, yeah. it was, uh,
1: bookstores and libraries and stuff where you could you know dig up these books on conspiracies and cryptids.
0: Uh now we've gone through a, a list of myths and histories that the X-Files
1: have myth 3 Myth <laughs> three the Mystery. <Myth-3>.
0: <sighs> okay. Uh <laughs> let's flip that and talk about things that have based themselves uh off of the X-Files in the next section where we talk about some spin-offs. Um so the first one I put here is we talked about it briefly before, but Millennium. So uh Vince Gilligan and Frank Spotnitz, two of the producers uh fresh from uh, X-Files It premiered in October 1996 and So it lasted- would have been around
1: Season 3 or 4?
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I didn't realize it was so early in the X Files that that
2: had started. I thought it was a little later.
1: To be fair though, I feel like by the time we were watching season four in real time, it felt like the show had been on forever. Oh, it had been, yeah, because it because it had right? right. But like season, like I remember going back and watching the show originally, and there's episodes that happened in season one. I'm like, I can't believe that this happens that early. Yeah, like, the show just. Has is dense, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot that goes on in those first few
0: seasons. Uh, it lasted three seasons, 67 episodes, and it followed a retired FBI pl- profiler named Frank Black, who was um, Bishop. Lance, Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. Yeah. Uh, Bishop from Aliens. um, Or Alien. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, the second one. Uh, who has the power to see into the mind of criminals. You can kind of like see um, from their point of view. A, l- a little psychic. A little psychic, yeah. There's a lot of little psychics. Uh, it was renewed for the third season in 1988, but it was halted partway through. Didn't even make it to m- the Millennium.
2: <laughs>
1: no. Well, which is why a, they gave it the well, That was the point of the show, episode. right? Yeah, that there was sure like a the, Millennium cult that yeah. was...
0: And they didn't even make it there. Yeah. They didn't quite they didn't make, make it, it there. there. Well, and that's why they, they had the... They had the wrap-up episode in... Millennium, and it was zombies, which is weird. It was like... Zombies? It brought oh yeah, it brought zombies into the like legit zombies into the world that's of, really funny. Uh, I was
2: X-Files. Yeah, I'll bring it up but there's a game that has zombies in it. And I thought I found that was very comical because I didn't know I was like, oh zombies and X Files. Oh
0: you, yeah. Oh the when we talk about the game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, there's legit zombies in I mean they're they're created um with with voodoo, not voodoo, but like magic. Um but yeah, it's uh it's, so there, it's nice that they gave it closure, because uh, the episode Millennium in 1999, um, which was a New Year's episode, and they twist, they halt the zombie apocalypse, essentially. Uh, we also have the Lone Gunman. Yep. Very famous, as we discussed earlier. Yeah, uh, great don't... characters. I think the show did actually was rated fairly well, but it's it's tough, right? Like, those characters are great for me. Speaking personally, I, I think that a lot of the episodes, like some of the episodes where it's just them are really great episodes. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't know if you can do a whole the whole season. Of they
1: it. were great because you got them in small doses. Yeah. And it was like, you were excited. It was like, ah, oh, we could see these guys. But like, I don't want to say they're one dimensional, but like, they do have, like, they're they're very, like, they're stereotypical kind of caricature. caricatures. They're three-dimensional, yeah.
2: but only because there's three of them. Each of them individually. <laughs> yeah, they each are, are individual each of them individually. I think the character.
1: one episode that really gives them a richness is their sort of origin story flashback, where they mm-hmm. meet Mulder and become the Lone Gunman together. Right, right. And because uh, I think Byers is a very by-the-book, there could never be a, a conspiracy kind of thing. And then, like, the other two guys are... are um enemy not enemy but but like rival tech nerds at some conference right. and right. stuff and like and then they all kind of band together and so it gives some context to their sort of dynamic in the brief moments that you see them but yeah i mean you can always flesh these things out but yeah, yeah. um yeah i i've never seen the show
0: yeah it only lasted one season so it was uh chris carter vince gilligan john shiban and shiban F- and frank spotnitz again all from x files uh premiered march 2001 so a little bit later. Uh, again, there was only thirteen episodes. The last episode, Cliffhanger uh was somewhat tied up in X Files season nine, uh, Jump the Shark. <laughs> so again, the see the the spin off didn't last, but at least X Files went in and we we're like, you know what? We're You're gonna doing that for two different shows. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's like, yeah, we'll pick up your garbage, guys, don't we? Um after its failure, uh reportedly Fox hated the characters and didn't even want them back on the show, but obviously Chris Carter fought that. Um, And the pilot episode, this is what I was mentioning before, the pilot episode is eerily similar to the the 9-11 attack and came out six months prior. Uh, So March 4th is when that first episode happened. Um, And then obviously we know September... What is it? 11? (laughs) When did did that happen? I
2: can't remember (laughs) the day.
0: Oh man, this is the last episode. Um, There were... Uh, yeah, so those were the two main spinoff shows. But then also in The Axe Files, there were sp- spinoffs. So x Did X-Cops. you just call it The Axe
1: Files? I shouldn't. The Axe
0: Files? The Axe Files. Hey, about, let's well, watch The Axe Files. It's about lumberjacks. Uh, and that lumberjacks that go missing. Yeah. Well, that is an episode. The that's, Axe Files. That's
1: uh, Yeah. It's oh, like, that like the, the The moths, yeah. The yeah. I, love, I love that episode. That's, that's a great episode. episode.
2: Um, Cops. Is that the closest they ever come to dying? Like it's in the first season. they 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 both like are like There's well, a few but, episodes where they're Because they get close, saved by other
0: people. They don't even save themselves. That's true. Yeah, oh they, yeah, sure, they're just they they're just basically had, just they, like they, they lose. Yeah, and then they they, get they saved. absolutely lose yeah. that one. But we'll go we'll go into that in the in cardstock because mm. oh, okay. that's why we'll do that. Um X Cops.
1: X Cops, which you might not have seen is an is a crossover. It's an it's an episode of Cops. But then Mulder and Scully are also chasing a thing. They the legitimately
0: side. play the cops intro at the beginning of the episode, and it's oh. shot
1: like an episode of Cops. Like it's and it's following. It's a, like because it was also a, a Fox show, um, and it has like the little like, you know, you're from the perspective of a cameraman like in the cam back seat, yep, and the cam. cops kind of like turning around and talking to the yeah. camera in the back, and blah blah blah, and like call comes over the radio, and blah blah blah, and then it's like, yeah, it's it's a. It's probably the, one of the best episodes from I think season seven or eight.
2: Is it is intro like cops and then turns into the whole episode, episode
1: or is or like an episode is... of cops and then they like run into Mulder and Scully who are also chasing the same thing. It's the a, cops it's like a werewolf type.
0: It's for... like a fear monster. It's yeah. weird. but they they the studio didn't want. To, we'll talk about this in in cardstock. But uh, so the Simpsons. They had an episode with Scully and Mulder. Famously. It's where uh, Homer sees what turns out to be uh, Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. All glowing. All irradiated or whatever from his medication. Um, And then the Law and Order universe. So this is going to tie into Uh, a a bigger conversation, but we'll try to condense it. But uh, so Detective John Munch um, is in the episode, The Unusual Suspects," which is the flashback. This is the origin story for The Lone Gunman that you were just talking about. Right. but because John Munch, Detective John Munch, who is from Law and Order, that character is from Law and Order. uh, because that ties in, it ties the X Files into this unit, the Snowglo, the, the, the snow Tommy Whitehall, the Timmy, or Timmyverse. Or Tom- Timmy. the Timmyverse, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what what is that oh. universe?
1: We could do an entire episode I know we on could. that. So we got very quickly. Was the show seen, seen, seen elsewhere? elsewhere? There's a show seen elsewhere, and the final episode pulls back. And the I want to say the the son of one of the main characters is looking into this snow globe, and there's a heavy implication that the whole series, saying elsewhere, has actually been in his mind because he's in a different bedroom. His dad, who's like a fairly well-to-do doctor, is not is dressed more like a uh, working-class stiff um and you know there's this like whole thing and he's like looking at the snow globe with the hospital st elsewhere in in the snow globe but the implication from that because i can't remember what network it was on but there were a bunch of shows that crossed over and had characters and and law and order tied in
0: law and order
1: and a bunch of that stuff and so the implication there is if that show exists in this boy's mind, then Law and Order must also exist in this boy's mind, and therefore X Files, and therefore a whole bunch of other shows. And there's this six degrees of separation of St. elsewhere, where you can tie together this string. It's, and it's pretty crazy. We, we'll find the links. We'll put it up yeah, uh, in the it, show yeah. notes Um because somebody has done, done ex- extent exhausted multiple people, correctly. done yeah. the, the the math around this, and it it some of the tie-ins are really like tenuous, but it like it goes like 30 years in either direction right It's it's sort of like a oh well like this thing bridged the gap between these shows that were all tied in and it's like it's basically every yeah. show that had any length of time on network television
2: were connected in some way
1: for like 50 years are like now part of this universe really it's, it's pretty hilarious
0: now arguably x-files did or didn't exist in that world but for us it was very real in that there was the tv show there's two movies, 1998, 2008. Uh the first one was good. The first movie I thought was pretty good. The second, I, one I really was... like the first movie. The,
1: the second movie, I
0: heard the second movie was awful. I've never the, seen the that.
1: second movie. I don't even know would have been a great episode, but it's a really weird script for like the first movie makes sense as a movie. It's like we need. It was the like spirit a super of episode. the X Files, yeah, a super episode. Yeah, we need the spirit of the X Files, but with a Hollywood movie budget. Right. Like we're just going to amp everything up and have the production time. um, It opens with
2: like a huge explosion. Totally. Very cool. And
1: it is actually the reason, all the other rumors aside, it's the main reason that the show moved from Vancouver because it, Oh, Oh, that was the, the, the the first five seasons in Vancouver. And then they were like, now we're going to make movies. The show is over Mm. five seasons done. Now we're on to movies. They go down to, they tear down all of the sets up here. They let go of all of the, the crew that lives in Vancouver. They're done up here and they move the production to LA. They build the, the sets in LA. They do all this stuff in LA. The movie comes out. It's okay, but I don't think it did what they were expecting it to do. I think people just were like, maybe it's a little late, but also I, I always feel like a TV show into a movie is a weird thing because it's really just like an episode and a half or two episodes. Right. Right. you've got this bulk of a hundred plus episodes and like, we're just trying to make one of those a into longer. a feature. Yeah. Um, and then the studio was like, you know, we wrapped up with the highest ratings and it's the best show we have other than the Simpsons. Like
2: just bring it back,
1: bring it back. And they're like, well, we've already rebuilt everything in LA. <laughs> Yeah. And we fired everyone else in yeah. and they are on to other shows and all of these other things. And that was, I think, the real reason that it uh, it moved down there. Because it was just, we'd already, they'd already done it. But yeah, the 2008 movie is, I don't know, Billy Connolly's in it? Oh, yeah. But he's not really that funny. Um, I do remember that. And yeah, there's a little bit of like, I guess, sort of important myth arc stuff with William. But like... That's it, yeah. and it's it's, whole it's just, just not my idea. and the and the whole thing is like not supernatural at all, um, yeah, right? Really. There's it's it's really just about so. like they're tracking down like a child molester or a kidnapper or something, and like oh. that's kind of it. And like there's like a vaguely, it's been a while since I've seen it, but there's like a vaguely hand wavy like <laughs> you know, oh, this is you know, the yeah. the guy in he can project his mind into something or something like that but like uh, okay. i don't remember yeah anyways
0: uh there was also a book series i mean there's probably numerous ones but um there's an audiobook versions of it read by Jillian Anderson and Mitch Peleggi and Jillian Anderson movie. has this great voice her s's are like not quite sh's do you know what i mean mm, like sh- sh- i yeah, can't oh, yeah. but um she's got a great voice uh she does the voice for the the big wolf mum in Princess Mononoke. Uh, the English, oh, yeah. The English yeah. version. She yeah. F-
2: f- funny know. enough, also, so there was another uh, cameo. Have you guys ever seen Reboot? Oh, yeah. The old, the old cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. yeah. So Vancouver. Vancouver, another yes. Vancouver show. There's, uh, let me find the names of the characters, but there's a X-Files. Uh, it's Fax Modem and Data Nully. <laughs> and Jillian Anderson yes. is the voice actress for oh, that yeah. character in the show.
1: Fax Modem and Data Molly are great yeah. names. I vaguely I didn't remember get it. that. I,
2: didn't, I like didn't get it as a kid because I was watching it no, he, he, before he I knew wouldn't. what X-Files was. There,
1: and there's a, there are a handful. Oh, I remember man. cartoons. And I'm going to throw out um, Animaniacs because... Probably, Obviously. but like I don't, I don't definitively know oh, that the, they, they would have done that. They like would have done a parody where, For sure. like, but This anywhere, is a worldwide show. Anywhere there Huge was like a world. male and female FBI agent, they would have styled as Mulder and Scully. Yeah, I remember uh, they probably- even
0: the X Files even made fun of themselves. There's that one later episode, I think season 10, where they had these two young agents come on and. One was redheaded. The other was like strong jaw yeah. and like very like he was the believer. She was the skeptic. X-Files made fun of its, yeah, itself. Yeah, it, but
1: it, it cemented this trope, right? Yeah. And I think there's now a separation where there's people who've never even seen the X-Files that know. Like before you watch the X-Files, Josh, you were aware he, of... Yeah, I knew of the trope. Of the trope. Yeah. And I, I think that... I saw it on Reboot. That speaks... To, yeah. But that's, <laughs> Although the,
2: Reboot was pretty... Con, it was being made concurrently with the show at the time.
1: It would have been, yeah. 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 But uh, also in Vancouver, so it probably wasn't a reach to just be like, hey, can you come that's, in and That's, do probably, this how, that's probably how they got Julian yeah. yeah.
0: So, we also got numerous comic series that still go on to this day, and we briefly touched base on this before, but um, there were three video games. Well, notably three video games. The first one, 1998, was just called the X Files game. You play as Agent Craig Wilmore, searching for missing Agent Scully and Mulder, and it was kind of set in the second and third season. And it was a, it was like a full motion video. And they actually filmed yeah unique things for the game. Like
2: they got Mitch Pfeig, they got David Duchovny. It and felt like Addison. you know how like
0: Dreamcast had like those video
2: game yeah all all those videos. old like point and click PC games of the of the mid very to late CD 90s. ROM based yeah CD ROM they, based they had the ability sure. to finally have video, so they just used actors for all there's so many of these games but they did the same thing point and click game was very funny but they Uh, actually got the actors
0: and 1998 as well the x-files unrestricted access it was i was looking into it it seemed less of a game and it was more just like extra content and you could kind of like open files and read you had access to all these it was like up to season four
2: there was just like files of every whatever would have been every episode so it was just like
0: I use a database it was a database. Like, yeah, it right? was like a bonus content kind of Which
1: thing. and like, that would have been the exact kind of content that was in all of those, the like... The DVDs and... Well, the books and stuff oh, that, yeah, you yeah. know, were just yeah. sort of, like, the unofficial, you know, like, some of them would be, here's just an episode list, but other ones would be, like, a catalog of all the monsters totally. and things like
0: that. And then the kind of the most popular one, and, and was rated fairly well, was called X-Files. The X-Files Resist or Serve in 2004. It's set in the seventh season... Advertised as being three lost episodes because there's a like kind of three acts. Um, the original actors used for voice acting. Mark Snow did the soundtrack, and it was this third person survival horror. It felt a lot like Silent Hill. It's very Resident Evil because you can yeah, play Resident as because
2: because it, you can play as Mulder or Scully. Yeah. Like Ala Resident Evil Two, you can play as Lee, and the Lee story Iron the story
0: is it. like slightly different if you play as the other one. Yeah, so there's some replay Like value, you do
2: but... something, this like you do slightly different things. Yeah, but as you mentioned earlier, it's like you shoot and kill. Like it's a, it's an action game. It's a survival horror game. Right. So yeah. It's, you know tank control. It's hard to control, and but it's it's like a it's they're shooting and killing things. Which there's are just so weird. Like, it's like they never shoot. fights. Like you you fight an alien.
1: I I mean I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Because this happens a lot, where you have a an engine. That, no, they you know, didn't. The, been... I, I
2: looked into the development. They made completely different games. They made like sports games, oh, and weird. stuff. But they also made <laughs> unrelated. The game uh, was fairly unremarkable. Didn't do super well. They did a game called the Warpath Jurassic Park. That was a fighting game where you played as dinosaurs amazing awesome. like yeah. a combat like street fighter like play like a like a 3d arena but fighting game amazing. where you play as a dinosaur amazing. based oh, on man. jurassic park for some reason what was that one fighting game like primal, primal, rage. primal rage primal rage yes <laughs> you could do the like oh you know you could do the fatalities and the yeah. like, big monkey had like the he could fart on you it was very <laughs> very childish. you could eat the little people to get powered up it was very you yeah.
0: um and you covered uh, some of my other points very much like resident evil A lot more shooting. I remember because I watched the gameplay video of it, uh, which is fairly long. I'll link it in the show notes. But
2: (laughs) I watched this clip where it was someone playing as Mulder and there's a zombie on the ground, and it's like 20 seconds uninterrupted of Mulder just kicking the zombie with the same (laughs) animation over and over. I was like, yeah, that looks about right.
0: It's like, and it's like that, like the running graphic, and like you're running into the booth at an angle, you know, (laughs) like just like, and you're slowly moving down the line because you're, yeah. Um, now, so there, there was those, well, arguably two games, uh, and there were also not a lot of toys around at the time. Like when it came out, uh, McFarlane toys did some figures for in 98. That uh, makes sense. yeah. He did some great ones. Um, and then he did another figure in 2000 of the fluke man specifically. So we had the fuck. Fo- we had Mulder, we had Scully, we had the fluke man. Um, it's a little, it's a little after
1: the like initial, like I don't remember there being,
0: yeah, it, toys that would have come time.
1: out with like season one or two or three. Yeah, I mean, how? Kids, but yeah, what would your? It wasn't really right? well, Sorry, this kid was. but like you were a teenager. It was a teenager. You no, no it wasn't. It, and I, re- I have friends that are a few years younger, that were around, but like they weren't allowed to watch, or it was too scary, or you know a bunch of things. So yeah, it wasn't really for
2: kids. There was a. Uh, you go. Oh, something.
1: I just I remember the comics. Uh, there was a, a series called Season Ten, and it was in the gap because there's a long gap between Season Nine, the end of the original run, and, right, right, and the reboot. And this was an, a continuation of the That's story. Cool. But it, you know, obviously, when Season Ten actually came out, then like it's kind of a weird name. That's um, really funny. But yeah, I, I had a few of those. And
2: there, there was a uh, look. There, there was a actually, funnily enough, Magic podcast. There was a collectible card game for X Files. Oh, really? That That's right. Not only like released and was like a it was a pretty standard card game stuff like you're playing cards your agents your equipment you're attacking but the concept was each player had like a file like an x-file card and it was sort of almost guess who like you had to do stuff to your opponent to get hints and then guess what their That's, x-files that, card that was kind of but it not only like had the core set that released and you could buy bo- starter decks booster packs uh it also had like two expansions like it was a it had like oh, a re-release wait. of the core set mm. and a f- full expansion you know had like you could pull booster packs get chase cards that were like it a, was a whole
1: every land is just the pacific northwest though uh, uh, <laughs> so. green mana just green only mana. green, mana. <laughs> <all> green <mana. laughs> and
2: when looking and when looking at the the wikipedia page for it i found because i wanted to see some gameplay of how it played and i found a youtube channel where it was like these guy alien investigations uh where they just play the card game and they had a bunch of videos but every video had like 40 views so I'm uh, guessing yeah. they edited it themselves to be like, Hey guys, we're the only people on the the whole internet who have played this card game. <laughs> and it was just, it was funny to see, like, oh, it was it was kinda interesting actually. But I was just like, Oh, there was I know a, I a know game. Wizards,
0: uh Wizards of the Coast gets a lot of flack for doing all the um universes beyond stuff. Like there's a Jurassic Park, they're gonna release some cards from Jurassic Park, um, stuff like that. But I don't know how to do it. Because guns I mean they've done guns with the crossover to Warhammer. Warhammer. But if they ever did an X Files one, I would be both so angry and also super you would, stoked. You would immediately. I would buy, buy all, all of the cards. Buy like four boxes. Yeah, it would. Yeah, no problem. Okay, if that comes, it would be clues. If it that would, happens, just like this deck, it would you be call me back clues. and we'll
1: do a like a live
0: a live play a live play or something. I love like it, love it. Um there were also a company called diamond selected a few toys we can see them on the shelf behind you there uh, in the boxes there and then these little guys as well so there's there were f- are the funko pop yeah so that was my next note was funko that Pops pop of dolls everything. but those are more recent again those are like right yeah you know, sure. over the last 10 years or something uh, well and yeah. it, i think
1: it's it's playing into the the adult man child like you and i absolutely now that um, we have money and we have jobs yeah that that's like oh okay like i liked the show back then and now i want a little collectible yeah. thing to be behind me on Zoom calls.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, not a lot of toys, but there are some out there. There's, a, there's. Do you remember the episode where they go into the video game? It's horrible. It's a horrible episode where they go into yes. a video game and there's a, for part of it, she has a sword. Uh, it, like a,
1: it was during that era where VR was going to be everything.
0: Yeah. Mm. And so it's this VR game. The Lone Gunmen are in it. and um, That sounds awful. They made a toy of this one. I watched that episode recently. Because I was like, I also have to watch these bad ones so I I, I can speak to them. Um, But she is very scantily dressed. And I remember, like, I was watching it and being like, this doesn't feel X-Files. I just watched so many X-Files episodes. You have this leather-clad thong wearing um, over-the-knee-high leather boots with a sword. sword was cool. Uh, Chainmail helm thing was cool. But, like... Very it strange. Was, well, it was just like I was like, ah, oh, come on, don't, don't do that. Go into a forest. I just don't want. It felt very L.A. You know was I mean? it
2: Like season seven, season yeah, eight? seven,
0: oh, okay. seven or eight. Yeah, I feel like I'm hearing
2: a lot of season seven is pretty, pretty goofy, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are there are definitely the standout episodes like X Cops and the one where they um watch the movie version of of the X Files, um.
0: I think it was season seven. Yeah, that's because that's the same season as X Cops. Or maybe it's
1: and season seven still has Mulder and Scully. But I think Mulder's eight gone. goes. He goes in eight. I think he so. goes in eight, and they've got you know Doggett and Reyes and Scully's like been reduced to like she's now the the coroner, uh, mm. and so they like get her for an ep- uh, for a scene, you know, yeah, to like really to do a bunch of exposition and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, it goes off the rails a little bit, and then they kind of come back for the end of season nine, and then obviously they're in ten and eleven. Uh, Reyes is also in ten or eleven. Yeah, yeah, 10. she's bad. She turns yeah, yeah, bad, kind of. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and last but not least in this section, um, the X Files files. We briefly touched on it. I can't uh, instill it enough. If you like the X Files, check out. It's on, um, you know, any podcast. Any podcast. Bit. Camille
1: Nanjiani. I mean. When he made it, I don't think it was as big of a thing as he is now.
0: He was just starting um, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley yeah. or it was mid-filming, which the I just season. rewatched. Oh, it's that, the same guy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I was yeah, unaware. Yeah. I know yeah. that was the same guy.
2: Yeah. yeah, I just listened to a few episodes over the last week or so, just, a familiar yeah. he's just to He's just a, he's
1: he's legit uh, like an X Files nerd and fan. Um, he's blown up. Re- I would now. highly recommend if you're watching the show for the first time or re-watching the show to watch the episodes that the. Ep, that the podcast episodes are about just before those, yeah, and then go listen to it's the episodes. It's a nice tandem because it, they go really well together, and they get into it. and He has a couple of guests yeah. on and stuff, and it's, um, it's, it's able really to deep insightful. Dive into, it's super on, insightful. On, on, on and, stuff, so. uh, no, it's an excellent companion. I'm
0: not. I'm still. Uh, I was doing that. I was doing the watch the episode, listen, but I ended up, um, I would just watch way more quickly because i usually only listen on my drive to work or something like that my work i can't really like you know my my day job i can't really listen to stuff because i'm writing emails and stuff and i can't equate the two of them uh or do the same do them both at the same time but um yeah it's it's so good so much info he then is of course on um uh an episode he's in the where monster he plays the Oh, you mentioned the, David. The guy that wildlife. catches the wildlife catching guy. And uh he eventually on the show brings on Jillian and David for an episode as well. So definitely check that out. Um now the X Files for the most part is done. Unless they and I hope it's done forever, unless they get like the original people, because otherwise don't do it. Don't do a reboot. Oh there gosh, there was a
2: like uh, hearsay of some animated comedic Thing that was in the production, but, ne- but never got it like got it, just didn't get well, finished. Um,
1: yeah. Star Trek has had like a yeah, lower, lower deck, decks, right. which is quite good. Oh, is it? That's, that's um, good. but and Next Generation actually ended, I think, the year the season that X Files started. And my previous show that I was like really into would have been Next Generation, and so I have a you know close ties to both, but I don't. I'm really torn between an idea of like a like a goofy adult cartoon version of X Files because on one hand it's more stuff in the X Files world, yeah, but on the other it dilutes. See, I could the almost, I could,
0: I, I feel this a similar way, but at least if it's animated and not trying to emulate, it's uh, different repeat, enough. It's right. different enough, and but if not you just brought in
1: two young actors, to like I
0: feared that they were doing with bringing those two young. Right. Agents and I was like, "Oh no, are they going to do this?" Do it, guys, and do they it. haven't, and please don't. Um, but my point being that uh, it may be done, but the it's left a lasting impression. Obviously, we're talking for multiple hours about it, uh, and so has a uh,
1: podcast series around. Yeah, it
0: um, but it doesn't mean it's gone. So, the X Files has last, left a lasting impression not just on us, but also in things like procedural dramas. So it really popularized the autopsy. There weren't a lot of shows before that was like, okay, now go back and do the autopsy. But now you have CSI, CSI with, Bones. That was
1: every episode. I was uh, say like yeah.
0: shows
2: like Bones and Fringe are just like X-Files, but different. Yeah, well, right? like, and like,
1: totally. And so I guess the, the, the one thing we didn't really mention was the time slot that X-Files ran right. in there was always another show that they would like another hour long thing that they would try to get some sort of carryover from the vibe. The people that would be watching X Files are going to be watching would this. would be
0: like The Adventures and of Briscoe County Jr.?
1: Briscoe County Jr. Mantis. Mantis. Um, I didn't watch Mantis that one. was. When, when did Buffy start? Uh,
2: Was it after X Files well, ended? At the
1: same time, but um, no, it would have been running at the same time as X Files
2: for was, a bit. Was of it around. on Fox?
1: I don't think it was on fox mm, okay um but, but I feel like that's the same vibe but yeah you know, there, there is a sort of same vibe but there was uh, none of these shows really took millennium was one of them yep um but yeah mantis was hilarious it was like a um kind of a bruce wayne tony stark kind of character who was this billionaire but he was wheelchair bound and he created this like almost doc octopus kind of thing to give him uh the use of his legs but it also gave him kind of like super use of his legs and then so he's like a at night like this um and mantis stood for something and it was like some like tech acronym for like the, the suit okay. that he wore and, and stuff but there was a bunch of these shows um that that were all just just never supernatural, quite natural fringe yeah well and and then the ones that were successful were like yeah fringe oh, supernatural yeah um and supernatural also filmed in vancouver has a million names production wise same people like you see like frank spotnets and, right. and those, totally. those kind of names like show up on supernatural is really that sort of I mean, it's on the CW, but it, it felt like the yeah, spiritual. How many seasons? I think like 15, 15, seasons? 15 seasons of Supernatural. For, oh wow, continuous too. Yeah, but it just wrapped a couple of like a year or two ago. No, Earlier recently, so. that's crazy. Um, but yeah, that that Fringe also really feels like it uh, it filled that that void as well. But it felt like Fox has been chasing the supernatural procedural. Yeah, I really enjoyed the since. first
0: season of Fringe, but then afterwards, it just. Because the first season of Fringe was very much like X-Files. It's very much like X-Files. And then it kind of...
1: It's that um, we have the one thing, whatever that one thing is, that causes all of the episodic sequences that we go through, right? Like, and in Fringe, they don't explain it right away, but there's, like, a one thing. But then they sort of solve that one thing.
2: Then they need a new thing.
1: And then they need a new thing, and it's diminishing returns after that, right? And a, a lot of those shows have that formula where you know it's it's what's the what's the one thing you know at, at least with supernatural
2: it was a lot of things
1: it was i, mean, I haven't seen all of supernatural I just, i've seen I mean, a bunch of it ghosts um, and devils and spooky. but yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's, kind of, it's cool it's it's got a supernatural eh, <laughs> vibe, but like you know it's it's sort of a quasi religious kind of thing right like it's demons and angels kind of thing
0: uh the other thing that it really popularized as well or more so um is the idea of government conspiracies in tv shows Yeah. So that was, I think that's like the,
2: that feels like one of the bigger takeaways from the show, especially, you know, now at the most prescient that conspiracy theories have been so mainstreamed in the last like, you know, three
0: or four years. I think that's what kind of why they decided to bring it back for a couple of seasons because one of the reasons they stopped doing it, they were like, after 9 11, um, people wanted to trust the government. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, now we, we have to believe. Now we have this we external thing. We have an enemy thing. again. We need to believe the government. So the X-Files, they, the creator uh, and the producers have said, just started to feel like it shouldn't, it didn't make sense anymore. So that's part of it. But um, outside of uh, other TV shows, the character of Dana Scully increased the number of women entering, as we said before, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM. Uh, Dr. Dana Scully, uh, she is a doctor. I do often forget that. Um, was one of the first female multi-dimensional characters to be shown as working primarily in STEM and the first lead female character to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so the Gina Davis Institute on Gender in Media. Um, yes, that Gina Davis. Uh, that did a Scully. Uh, did a Scully did a study on Scully's effect on the increase of women entering STEM careers uh, in something they have named the Scully Effect. Almost awesome. yeah. Almost two-thirds of the women in the study say that Scully had a noted effect on their belief in the importance of STEM. 50% familiar with Scully said she had an effect on their decision to per- pursue STEM research. I'll put a link to the Scully effect uh, from the Gina Davis Institute on, in the show notes. Uh, nearly two-thirds working in STEM say Scully was their role model. That's so such two-thirds. a massive amount.
2: Yeah. E- even if you're... Even if those numbers are a little off and slower, like sure. that's still such a massive. Even one third would be amount incredible. The... Yeah,
1: right? a, I mean, and, and what a, yeah, what a great,
2: lasting legacy for the. What show a great, to great have, legacy right? to have, totally.
1: for 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 the creators of the show and for Gillian Anderson, because I, I I don't think Scully as a character works without both of them, right? Yes. Like Gillian yep. Anderson obviously brought so much to that role, right? But the fact that like the creators were you know somebody like Chris Carter was able to fight to keep it from being. Pamela Hollywood, Anderson. blonde, blonde <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah, yeah.
0: Jill is, Jillian is definitely my preferred Anderson in this case. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and then, yeah, I mean, just it's resonating cultural significance and, and it's the fandom is forever now. So, um, Yeah, but that's, I mean, this is probably going to be two episodes. I'm probably going to split this into two, but uh, thanks for listening to these two episodes. If you do enjoy this content, uh, please consider buying us a coffee, the link in the show notes, uh, or you can find us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash the AABC. Check out the Commander Kitchen for more details about the deck itself, and then check check out our first episode of Cards Talk, which will be coming out soon, where we're actually going to go through the deck, talk about the cards, and just have an open conversation about each card represents different episodes. We're just going to talk about those episodes just openly. Um, yeah, uh, let us know if we got anything wrong. Uh, if there's anything we really missed, you can email us at the at gmail.com. I have a Twitter thing, but like it doesn't doesn't get any traction. You so I have I'm, an X thing. Oh, mm. Okay, that's another reason why I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> so just email us at the podcast. You at, can find us on you know the X
2: Files GeoCities website that we the fan page that we that we run. <laughs> Honestly, um,
1: I think mine is in an archive somewhere.
0: Probably, you find uh, the way back machine. But before we go, uh, was there anything else that uh, any shout-outs you guys want to do related to X Files or anything uh, that you wanted to add on? Jeff, we'll start with you.
1: Uh, no, not not that I can think. Of. I think we covered uh, a lot. <laughs> Three we hours. Did cover
0: um, a lot. Yeah,
1: I'm just you know it's it's one of those it it's very close to my heart. You know, uh, being being a very very small part of it obviously plays into it but even without that like just the, the the time and place where we were as kids growing up with the yeah. show and how it kind of anchored you know the weekend a little bit for me um whether it was on the friday night or the sunday night it was something that you know i would watch with you know my family or my friends and yeah it was a water cooler show that on monday you know, back at class, I'd be like, oh, did you see X-Files? You know, we would talk about it. And it was the first show like that for me.
2: For years, for a really, really long for, time. For a really
1: long time. And those first five years kind of run coterminous with my experience in high school. And then I stopped watching it a little bit after season five. I was a little butthurt that they moved to, right. to California. But also, you know, my schedule. Now I'm in college and job and blah, blah, blah. I, I couldn't watch the show as often. And I just kind of fell off. And I remember popping in once and now and again. And then I right. was like, I don't, you know, who are these new people? And it was also
0: at that point, it was at a time where reruns were a lot more popular. So you didn't have to have that dedicated time.
1: Yeah. But it just, for me, it, and then it was only, you know, kind of rewatching it again. For me though, I have a tough time watching it when it's light out, um, which is a weird thing to Interesting. say. No, I get like, it. Like, you know, in Canada, in the summers, it's light, very late. Um, and you know, even at, in the evening, it's sort of like, I don't feel this. So like, I only typically like watch it if I'm going to watch funny. it in, in yeah. the sort of the fall. Um, That's a good
2: point. so did we Not unintentionally cause we would always, the way we'd watch it, we'd only watch it like with dinner. So we we did we we'd make dinner, order dinner, and then we'd watch. And and the original one, two, run would have you know
1: started in September when it's still kind of nice, but it's getting into the fall, and then fall and winter and early spring is when those episodes were airing, and it was dark out when those episodes were on TV. It was eight yeah. or nine o'clock. It was dark outside, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't feel right to watch it during the day. That, that like was,
2: it's that was we watched it like yeah, that and it would have been during the rainy season. So the rainy been, season moody, ends, like it's like what's happening the on the
1: show is like echoed out in the world just outside your living room and yeah so I, I if you're gonna watch it do it right do it at night do it when the weather turns a little bit and you're stuck inside and it's rainy or cold or dark or whatever and yeah
0: um josh anything you wanted to add before we go or not we really talk? i just excel's
2: great i'm just i'm, I'm glad i like you know was convinced to watch it. I, I'm
0: stoked that we could do this episode with both some, well, two people, yourself and myself, Jeff, that are anchored in the, like when it came out and then somebody that's also had a different approach.
2: Yeah. It Cause it's just, I was just, you know, it, it, like I mentioned earlier in the show, was just, you don't think those shows like those legacy shows are really going to be that great or really hold up that well, but it's
0: a lot of them don't. It's, but it's so good. It's and really good. It,
2: it's so, I don't know, like like I said, the message of the show, the sort of conspiracy-minded thing has been such a big thing recently with, oh man, like QAnon and all that, all these crazy conspiracy theories that have come out yeah. in the last couple of years and just conspiracy-minded stuff has through pandemic has become such a thing. It's just oh, like, yeah. it's seeing it reflected in like a TV show and the early origins of like that conspiracy-minded stuff yeah. know, on, uh, you know, uh, um, like in the public, not just like, in, not just in tiny news groups now, like Put on the screen, and the biggest show on the biggest, or you know, like one of the biggest networks of the time. It's
0: cool. Show's great. Go watch it. Yeah. I think that's the takeaway. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. I'm
1: sorry we spoiled a bunch for you, but we absolutely did not. There's so much we didn't spoil. Yeah. So worth it. And like, Individual episodes that we didn't even mention are still great. Like, we couldn't yeah. possibly get to all of them. And
0: you're still gonna, if you watch it, you're still gonna fall in love with the characters. You're still gonna be,
1: even if you know what happens in an, any individual episode as well. Like, yeah. it's just watching it happen is still,
0: yeah. The, the twist was never, it was never about a twist. No, it was more just about just seeing it happen. Man, Jillian Anderson can act, she, she kills is. it in that yeah. show. Well, and David so,
1: Company, like, there's a couple of, um, we're we're wrapping up and we're still back in it but yeah. there are a few episodes where he leans into the trope of him yeah <laughs> um yeah. Jose chung's from outer space my favorite one that's a great one with the the yip that he makes yep. oh, yeah um, oh yeah you yeah. know because that, that's another one that's told from multiple, multiple points of view yeah. um and oh uh, yeah <laughs> it reminded
0: yeah. me of, the, of that the a, the yip, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. apparently <laughs> there was like he did multiple takes and there was like a grunt and like but they the yip was the, the, yips the yips choice yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you don't know what we're talking about hosie chungs from outer space is an excellent episode although i wouldn't make it your first episode because it's a lot funnier if you know the dynamic it,
0: of the it already any of um darren, Morgan. darren morgan's episodes it's good better to they're my favorite episodes yeah for sure Me too, but they're better to watch once you get a feel for the show um, that show, having been originally released September 10th, 1993, we are, of course, doing this episode in September, or it'll release in September, um, as homage for the 30th anniversary. I'm sure there's probably going to be a DVD release. I'm sure there'll there be something. DVD release. Do they still do those? Blu-ray. The, They'll do
1: Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-ray. There, Blu-ray, there we go. Blu-ray, yeah. um, It's on, I think it's, it's on, on Disney+. Disney+. That's yeah, a, that's how we watch Disney+. It, Disney yeah. plus. Um, because they bought Fox and Fox yep. has that. So hopefully uh, on Disney+, Plus where you are. Uh, if not, you know, you can still find the, the they did a DVD release. I think they've also done a Blu-ray release. If if not, um, they were smart enough as well to shoot in kind of a widescreen format. So it upscales nicely mm, because they nice. shot, I think on film yeah, they did. and were able to remaster it. Um,
0: One thing I will note that about it being on Disney is that when there's like, when they're speaking different languages, there's no subtitles. <laughs> Mm. Also oh.
2: the subtitles of Disney Plus, whoa, they're not very good. Because they do the um black box with white text, mm, yeah. which I hate because oh, it blocks yeah. out the whole bottom part of the yeah. other thing and I watch everything with subtitles, but I because I just I, it helped me focus. So
1: Yeah. No, I then there's some uh yeah, you either have to turn the subtitles on for absolutely every word. Yeah. Yeah, there isn't uh what I think they call forced subtitles where it's like only when it's not in the native language that's on Yeah. but yeah, they don't do that well. So
0: well, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, uh, to these likely two episodes because we're at three over three hours now. Jesus. Uh, yeah, it's a long one. Uh, I mean, it's something that we love, so that's going to happen. Uh, thanks for checking on us checking us out, and don't forget to check out the Cards Talk episode that will come out after these episodes, probably a few weeks or so. Um, but yeah, thanks very much. I'm Steve. I'm Josh. I was Jeff. You you're not Jeff
1: anymore.
0: <gasps>